0: What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the movie scenario. Here's a quick synopsis. Paul Math is a normal tenured professor until he starts making appearances in everyone's dreams. The film stars Nicolas Cage, Julianne Nicholson, Michael Sarah, Tim Meadows, and Dylan Galua. Standout performances. The last few years have been really good for Nicolas Cage. In 2021, he starred in Pig, one of the best performances of his career and for which he should have received an Oscar nomination. 2022 saw him play A fictionalized version of himself in the unbearable weight of Massive Talent, a film I like, don't love, and in 2023 he had both Renfield, where he played Dracula, a flawed movie in which he was very good in, and Dream Scenario, a movie which was a perfect choice, it's one of the most Nick Cage movies you could imagine Cage has had such a weird career, he has a reputation for saying yes to any movie he's offered, yet I would also weirdly say he makes good choices, I think the man knows what kind of movies people want to see him in. Cage is interesting because his career has had so many different stages that there are different kinds of Cage fans. There are fans of his early work, Raising Arizona and Moonstruck. He's an Oscar winner for Leaving Las Vegas and was nominated for adaptation. Then you have fans of his action movie era with The Rock, Con Air, and Face Off, and weirdly people my age and younger love his Disney movies, the National Treasure films, and The Sorcerer's So with each kind of movie he does, he can only please a fraction of his fan base. There's no other star like him in today's movies. He's been in so many movies. In Dream Scenario, Cage plays Paul Matthews, a college professor who wants to be known as great, and then because he starts showing up in people's dreams, he quickly becomes a celebrity. But it turns into a be careful what you wish for situation. This is the kind of movie you want to see Nick Cage in. He is at his absolute best when he's put in wild situations. I know some love the performances where he really goes for it. For the most part, in Dream Scenario, he's giving a subtle performance as a socially awkward guy, and he's done this before in wild movies. I recently watched A Millimeters, where there's a lot going on, but Cage is weirdly a calming presence. Cage will next star in the movies Long Legs with Micah Monroe and Arcadian with Jaden Martell. I've recently heard him in interviews say that he might be close to being done with making movies, that he wants to make the jump to television, and it sounds like Nicolas Cage wants to play a great anti-hero on television. He's talked about how he's recently watched Breaking Bad and loves Bryan Cranston in that show, and you can understand why somebody like Nicolas Cage would want to make that jump to television, because they're not making the kind of movies that made Nicolas Cage a person in 2023. There is no raising Arizonas being made that become wildly popular so you can understand why somebody like Nicolas Cage who's been in really good movies recently like Pig and Dream Scenario who haven't been seen by a lot of people. If Nicolas Cage was in an HBO miniseries or a hit show on Netflix, everybody would watch it. I get it why somebody like Nicolas Cage wants to make the jump to television. I hope Hope it doesn't happen. I want to see a Nicolas Cage miniseries, but I want Nicolas Cage to continue to make movies for the rest of his life. He's so good as a movie star. He knows exactly what he should be doing, even when he's making oddball choices, and even when you think his career is over, he comes back. And I love that about Nicolas Cage. He's always somewhere in the background, about to make something that you really like. Let's talk about Cage's co-stars in Dream Scenario. First, there's Julianne Nicholson. She's not super well-known outside of cinephiles, but she has been... Really consistent and has become one of the best supporting performers with roles in 2017's Novitiate with Margaret Qualley, I, Tonya with Margot Robbie, *Blonde* with Anna De Armas, and *Weird Al* the Al Yankovic story with Daniel Radcliffe. She's great in *Dream Scenario*, playing the wife of Nick Cage's character in the movie. His character is trying to make his life better, and she's over here being like, "We already have a good life. I don't need you to be known as greater." anything like that. I like the life we are living. Also in Dream Scenario is Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah began his movie career as a leading man in Super Bad and Scott Pilgrim. Now he's taken his career in a different direction, being a supporting actor. First, with the billion dollar Barbie movie playing Alan. In Dream Scenario, he plays Trent, who runs a PR firm that is trying to capitalize on Paul's newfound fame. Sarah has proven with these two movies, he can make an impact in movies even with little screen time. And I still look at Michael Cera as one of the five funniest actors working today in Hollywood. Every time I see that guy, I laugh out loud. He's so funny in Arrested Development, Juno, any movie he's ever made. Maybe he doesn't work as a really dramatic actor, but man, can he pop up in a movie for five to ten minutes and make you laugh out loud. I do wonder if his days of being a leading man are over. Like They just did the Scott Pilgrim animated series, which I watched on Netflix. I loved everything about that. But it doesn't seem like he's going to be the lead of many more movies moving forward. I hope he does. I love Michael Cera. I've always loved Michael Cera. He's one of my favorites. Julianne Nicholson will next appear in The Amateur with Rami Malek and Rachel Brosnahan. And Michael Sarah's next movie is Sacramento with Kristen Stewart. Here's what I believe Dream Scenario is about. It's about internet culture and how normal people can become quote-unquote influencers. And it's also about cancel culture and how these two things are out of people's control. It's impossible for somebody to be universally beloved at at. some point, your fans or followers are going to turn on you, and you also can't help but watch this movie and say that Cage's Paul was clearly living a better life when he wasn't famous. He really didn't think about how his personality would react to this newfound fame. Also, he became famous for the wrong thing. In his mind, it wasn't for his work. It was for something he doesn't even understand or control. I'm always interested in movies where the premise is the selling point, and that is the big selling point of this movie, other than Nicolas Cage. And what's weird about it is I'm really only interested in it because of Nicolas Cage. Like, I think if another actor were in this movie, I think it could have gone down the wrong path because you want to see Nicolas Cage be this goofy guy who shows up in everyone's dreams. I think in the hands of another actor, this movie doesn't really work. I can only think of a few others who I could believe as this character. Paul Giamatti comes to mind. Like, could you imagine Dream Scenario? with Paul Giamatti once you see this movie you could definitely see an actor like that in this role it needed to be an older guy it needed to be an actor we have a history with that's what's so great about Nicolas Cage is he brings his entire filmography with him to every movie even in a smaller movie like Pig like he brought so much to that role because we've spent our entire lives watching Nicolas Cage be in movies. That's why I think he's so special and unique because other major movie stars are not making movies at the same rate as Nicolas Cage, whether it's for financial reasons or not. Nicolas Cage has been in more movies than Tom Cruise, George Clooney, Brad Pitt, you name the movie star, and Nicolas Cage has probably been in more movies than them. And I'll say this about Nicolas Cage. He's that rare leading man who's always the most interesting. Yeah. things in the movies he's in. Even in a movie like A Millimeters, if that was another leading man, Joaquin Phoenix steals that movie. But because it's Nicolas Cage, he delivers. Even when he's going up against a really good actor, he's always the most interesting thing in the movies he's in. I can't name a movie that stars Nicolas Cage where I liked a better performance than the one he was giving in that movie. I just don't think it exists. He's always the most interesting thing. Thing. And that's rare coming from a leading man because a lot of the time those kind of actors have to be the avatar for the audiences. That's not Nicolas Cage. He's doing his own thing. Dream Scenario I've seen been compared to another one of Nicolas Cage's best movies and performances, Adaptation. Adaptation was the second movie directed by Spike Jones and written by Charlie Kaufman. Those two made two great movies together, Adaptation and Being John Malkovich. In Adaptation, Nicolas Cage plays a fictionalized version of Charlie Charlie Kaufman who's going through writer's block and I fully understand the comparison Dream Scenario is a Charlie Kaufman-esque movie a movie that's trying to say something about society while also being super surreal I also think like a Charlie Kaufman movie Dream Scenario is a movie that doesn't give you all of the answers of what it's about you really have to watch the movie and come to your own conclusion and meaning behind everything? Well, at the same time, being simple and giving you easy answers, like, for instance, Paul Matthews was living a better life before he was famous. I think that's something that audiences are going to get when they watch Dream Scenario. Let's talk about this movie's Oscar chances or lack thereof. I don't see this movie getting any Oscar nominations. I know there have been some people who really want to see Nicholas Cage get his third best acting Oscar nomination, it's not going to happen, the movie's too weird, it's not a studio movie, it's just not going to happen for Nicolas Cage, not enough people have seen this movie, and if it wasn't going to happen for his performance in Pig, it may never happen again. I don't see Nicolas Cage getting his third acting Oscar nomination at any point in the near future. I think for him to get his third Oscar nomination, he has to work with a director who has some serious cachet like if he showed up in the next Martin Scorsese movie then he could get Oscar nominations if he showed up in the next Spike Jones movie whenever that is he could get an Oscar nomination he just needs to work with bigger name directors like this is a not a well-known filmmaker a smaller movie thinking about my favorite directors I would want to see Nicolas Cage work with like Steven Spielberg is at the top of that list I would love to see him in the next Paul Thomas Anderson movie The cast for that has already been announced. Leonardo DiCaprio and Sean Penn are in that. Can we please get Nick Cage in it? And I would absolutely love to see Nick Cage in the final movie written and directed by Quentin Tarantino. We need to have that happen. We can't go our entire lives without seeing Nick Cage work with Tarantino. In honor of Nicolas Cage turning 60 years old this past week, I thought now would be a fitting time for me to give my five favorite of his movies and performances and number 5 is Michael Bay's The Rock. No actor was better suited to work with Michael Bay. I love his chemistry with Sean Connery. This is my favorite of Cage's action movies. I mean, this has everything you want in an action movie. It's silly, it's ridiculous, none of it makes any sense. Yet it has really good, strong performances from not only Nicolas Cage, but also from Sean Connery and Ed Harris, who believes he's in a way more serious movie than The Rock. If you have not seen The Rock, do yourself a favor and watch that movie immediately. It is my favorite of Michael Bay's films. And it's Nick Cage bringing his weird indie acting to a mega blockbuster action movie. It's everything you could want from a Nick Cage movie and more. My number four favorite Nick Cage movie is Matchstick Man, a movie where Cage plays a con man. He's great along with Sam Rockwell. This is an underrated Ridley Scott movie with a great twist. This is the kind of movie I want from Nicolas Cage, him working with an all-time great director in Ridley Scott, and in it... Cage gives one of his best performances. This is a movie where he should have been up for Oscar consideration. He's so good in Matchstick Man. And it's an early great performance from Sam Rockwell. Like this was before his Oscar win. This was before he's become a big name actor. Number three is Pig. By the time this movie came out... I was completely done with Nicolas Cage. I thought he was a sellout. I thought he was done making interesting movies. I thought he was only making films for money. I had seen Andy Samberg impersonate him on SNL. I was done caring about movies that starred Nicolas Cage. And then this movie brought me back. I love everything he's doing in this movie. His scenes with Alex Wolf are incredible. I think he should have been nominated for an Oscar. That was the same year they also didn't nominate Delroy Lindo. Those are the two best performances of 2020 are Nick Cage in Pig and Delroy Lindo in Defive Bloods. This was a reminder of how great of an actor Nicolas Cage can be, how subtle he can be. He's such a quiet character. In this movie. You think you're going to get this wild. Nicolas Cage performance. This guy who's out there seeking revenge. No it's one of the best subtle performances of all time. And one of the best movies about grief. I've ever seen. I watched this movie and I went he's back. The old Nicolas Cage is back. And there's been so many moments like this. Throughout his career. When he goes up and down. There are so many moments and so many movies. That feel like comebacks for Nicolas Cage. No other actor has had as many comebacks as Nicolas Cage. Yes, there are others out there. Ben Affleck goes through ups and downs. Kevin Costner seems to go through ups and downs. But Nicolas Cage through the decades has gone through major ups and downs. Like he was in so many movies over the years that we've never heard of that were direct-to-video, and then over the last few years, because of his performance in Pig, he is back on the map and starring in movies like Dream Scenario and starring as Dracula. I think as the years go on, we're going to look back and go, why didn't they give Nick Cage the golden statue for his performance in Pig? My second favorite Nicolas Cage movie is Raising Arizona. It's wild that Cage has only once worked with the Coen brothers because this is one of his best movies and one of their very best and we all know the Coen brothers love to work with the same actors over and over again John Turturro John Goodman George Clooney I mean they've worked with all of them multiple times why wasn't Nick Cage on that list his wild cartoonish performance in Raising Arizona is delightful and you could imagine Nick Cage showing up in a number of their other movies. I mean, could you imagine Nick Cage in Fargo? He could play a number of roles. I do think that's a real bummer of his career that he didn't become a recurring member of the Coen Brothers ensemble, and I do feel like a part of that is because of how big of an actor Nicolas Cage is, and some people become such massive movie stars that they become bigger than the directors that they work with. I think the best actors are the ones who continue to work with great filmmakers, it's why Leonardo DiCaprio is always on fire because he's working with guys like Christopher Nolan, Martin Scorsese and the list goes on and on the same with Matt Damon they only work with top notch directors. Nicolas Cage sometimes works with directors who he is bigger than. And I do feel like that's sometimes a mistake that he's made throughout his career. I think the best performances of Nick Cage have been given in movies directed by masters like the Coen brothers. Here it is at number one, my favorite Nick Cage movie is Adaptation. You have Nick Cage giving a great dual performance. He's playing two roles, Charlie Kaufman and his made-up brother. He's great in the movie, and you also have a great ensemble cast. Chris Cooper, of course, won the Best Supporting Actor Oscar for his performance and adaptation. This is my favorite of Mel Streep's performances. I know that's wild to say, but she's brilliant in the movie. Tilda Swinton is in this movie. Brian Cox has that great moment in Adaptation. This movie was the perfect marriage between stars and filmmakers. Nicolas Cage was born to star in a Spike Jones movie in a movie written by Charlie Kaufman. And what I love most about Adaptation was the originality behind it. When Adaptation came out, there was no movie being compared to it. It was a one-of-a-kind movie. Now, I really liked Dream Scenario. But there were people who right out of the gate were comparing it. To adaptation. That wasn't the case with adaptation. That's never the case with Charlie Kaufman and Spike Jones. Their movies you can't compare them to anything you've ever seen before. And at the time of this movie's release, nobody was expecting Nicolas Cage to go back to working in Oscar caliber movies because he was on that run of great action films. And then he works with this upcoming director and this upcoming writer and gets his second Oscar nomination. What I love. Love about Nick Cage is you can't write him off at any moment. At this moment, I can't say he's going to continue to be on a great run because he could go through a downward turn really fast. It's happened throughout his career. I also can't say I know what's next for Nick Cage. He's such an exciting performer. So one more time, here's my five favorite Nicolas Cage movies. Number five, The Rock. Number four, Matchstick Men. Number three, Pig. Number two, Raising Arizona. And number one, Adaptation. And you may disagree with the list because Nick Cage, like I've been talking about, has starred in so many movies. I'm sure everyone's top five would look vastly different than that. And that's another thing to love about Nick Cage is other people love other movies he's been in. I know the guy wants to make a television show, but I sure hope he continues to make movies and give great performances in them. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I recommend you check out the movie Dream Scenario. Next week on the podcast, I'm talking about the movie Wonka, starring Timothy Chalamet, written and directed by Paul King. So tune into that, and please rate, review, and subscribe.